Thanks for tuning in to the Link Church podcast. Link Church is located in Charlotte, North Carolina, and is committed to linking people to the life-changing power of Jesus Christ. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Link Church Online today. I'm so excited to share the Word of God with you. The Word of God is a lamp unto our feet. It is a light unto our path. And we are continuing our series entitled Summer Jams. Summer Jams, number one hits from the book of Psalms. And we're going to be looking at Psalm 91 today. We're going to unpack what God wants to say to us out of that blessed and powerful psalm. Um, My topic today is entitled Living in the Shadow. Living in the shadow. Uh, Let's start diving into this blessed psalm. And Psalm 91 verse 1 says this, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I want to stop right there. We actually could stay with that verse all day long. It's such a powerful and deep verse. But I want to extrapolate this idea out of this verse because it actually serves as the thesis for the entire psalm. This psalm is a psalm of protection. And when the psalmist says that we would dwell in the secret place of the Most High, that we will abide under the shadow of the Almighty, he is referring to the protective presence of God. And as I was looking at this psalm, it reminded me of my week um, and how important shadows are. Being the sacrificial and gracious and loving, caring father that I am, uh, I decided that this week I was going to put together a trampoline for my kids. Uh, We spent the week in New Jersey visiting my parents, and they needed something to do. So I uh, decided to put together this trampoline, and it was a much more difficult task than I ever imagined. And as I'm putting this uh, trampoline together, I'm saying to myself, these kids better use this trampoline. I I mean, if you're a parent, put it in the comment section. If you've ever had to tell your kids, you're going to use this. All the work I did, you're going to use this. Uh, All the money I spent, you're going to wear this. That's how I felt with this trampoline. It took hours to put together. But as I was putting it together, it was such a hot and sweltering day that I decided to erect the trampoline in the shade of the one single tree that my parents have in their backyard because I needed relief from the heat of the sun. And I learned some things about shadows. And and I think it's applicable to what the psalmist says in Psalm 91. Number one, shadows are inextricably connected to their subject. You cannot separate a shadow from its subject. Number two, shadows shift. I realized that as the day went on, 
the shadow would move and I would have to move in order to stay within the confines of the shadow. Number two, number three, rather, shadows are dark. Number one, shadows are inextricably connected to their source. Number two, shadows shift. Number three, shadows are dark. Now, as it relates to God, because God, his presence has a protective shadow, we need to understand those points because those points let us know that God, number one, is connected to his shadow. And if you get the intimacy of God, you automatically get the protection of his shadow. I think that's worth putting in the comments section. That if you get God, you get his shadow. Too many Christians are not fully embracing the protective presence of God. That somehow his protection is something you have to work for. Something you have to buy. Something you have to purchase. But his shadow is inextricably, it cannot be severed. It cannot be separated. It is connected to who he is. When you get God, you get his shadow. Number two, shadows shift. God shifts. God is not stagnant. God is not a monument. God is not a statue, but God moves. And if we are going to stay connected to the canopy of God, the protection of God, when God shifts, we have to shift. Some of us, we feel exposed to the elements of our current situation because God has shifted and we have remained in our place. When God moves, we got to move just like that. I feel, I feel Luda. Uh, on me today. I, I feel Luda in me today because when God moves, we got to move just like that. If we're going to experience the protection of his shadow, when he shifts, we have to shift because shadows shift. Number three, shadows are dark. Shadows are dark. And oftentimes we will feel and find that the darkness we are experiencing is not due to evil presence, but it's due to divine protection. You need to put it in the comments and preach with your boy today. Uh, so you see, shadows are dark. And could it be the darkness that you are feeling today is not necessarily an evil presence. It could be a divine protection that God has put over your life in this season. And we should not automatically attribute darkness to evil. Perhaps God is allowing this dark season to shield you from something that wants to kill you, to shield you to, from something that wants to take you out. Shadows are dark. And when you're in your dark season, that's when you have to draw closer to the source of your salvation. You have to find rest and refuge in the shadow of the almighty. That word almighty there, if you go back to the original language, that is the name, a name for God. It is a name for God. In the original language, that word almighty is El Shaddai. 
El Shaddai, the Almighty God. El Shaddai, that name of God is first revealed to us in Genesis chapter 17 when God appears to Abram, when Abram is 99 years old and he says to him, walk before me, Abram, and be perfect. I'm going to change your name from Abram to Abraham. This is when God was ready to reveal the full covenant of the promise promise to Abraham. And he changed his name from Abram to Abraham because he was the almighty God. When when we say almighty, when we say El Shaddai, his shadow is so powerful. It has the ability to move us and change us and protect us and provide for us. When we live in the shadow of El Shaddai, we are fully connected and and covered by his presence. El Shaddai, Almighty. Let's keep pushing, y'all, because this Psalm, Psalm 91, is so powerful, packed. It is so potent. Verse 3 says this, Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. God will deliver you from the snare or the hidden traps of the enemy and from the perilous pestilence. The perilous pestilence. I want to deal with traps because somebody that's watching me right now, you are dealing with traps. You are experiencing traps of the enemy, hidden traps that have been set, that have been strategized and plotted against your purpose. You are encountering traps on your job or traps in your family, traps in your circumstances, because the devil is trying to trap you out of your purpose. He wants to trap you in such a prison that you feel like you are going to lose your connection to the God of your salvation. But when you live in the shadow of God, the Bible says he will deliver you from every trap of the enemy. And I want to prophesy today. I believe that this word is prophetic today. I want to prophesy to somebody who is experiencing traps. I want to prophesy to somebody who is specifically experiencing traps in your finances, that the devil has trapped you in so much debt that your finances are being imprisoned. Your finances are preventing you from walking out and maximizing your purpose. I want to prophesy that you will be released and delivered from every financial trap of the enemy. You will be uh, exonerated. You will be released from every trap of the devil because the psalmist says he will deliver you from traps. Not only will he prevent you from encountering traps, but he will deliver you out of traps. Yeah, the, the, the shadow of the Almighty provides such great protection that God will deliver you out of 
traps. I prophesy that every trap of the enemy will not be able to to suffocate the will of God for your life, but you are about to break through financially. You are about to break free from financial traps and debt that is trapping your finances and suffocating your finances. You are about to experience a supernatural financial breakthrough because God God, the the shadow of El Shaddai is about to deliver you from traps. You know, the Bible, I'm reminded and remembering a person in the Bible, um, a man named Joseph in the book of Genesis who was caught in a trap. He was living for God. He was covered by the grace and the favor of God. And he found himself in Potiphar's house. And Potiphar's wife was trying to trap Joseph. She was trying to to entangle him. Yeah, she was trying to entangle Joseph in a trap. And she lied on Joseph and told Potiphar that Joseph tried to take advantage of her and rape her. She trapped Joseph in a lie that sent Joseph to prison. Joseph finds himself in prison. He finds himself experiencing the consequences of a trap. But there's something powerful about when you live under the shadow of the Almighty. Even though you find yourself in a trap, you will find that when God delivers you out of that trap, you will not go back to Potiphar's house. But when God delivers you, you will find yourself living in Pharaoh's palace. That's a word for somebody today. When God delivers you out of this trap, you won't go back to Potiphar's house, but you will move forward to Pharaoh's palace because God, his protective presence has a way of propelling your purpose forward that even when the enemy sends a trap, he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler. This psalm of protection gives us consolation and it gives us joy and peace to know that when we live under the shadow of the Almighty, we experience the benefits of God's protection. Verse 5 of Psalm 91, let's keep pushing. It says this, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. This is, this is key, y'all. You will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. The psalmist is comparing and contrasting terrors by night and arrows that fly by day. Because terrors that you experience in the night are not the same as arrows that fly by day. Terrors by night, terrors by night are sent by the gates of hell to plague your night, your life and keep you up at night to rob you of your peace, to rob you of your joy, to rob you of your rest. Terrors by night disrupt your rest. 
and cause your life to experience such disturbance and such restlessness that you cannot walk in the full peace of God. You can always know that somebody is overcome with great anxiety, great terror, great worry when they can't sleep at night. The spirit of insomnia wages war against our lives in a way that it disrupts our rest because the devil knows that you need rest in order to be effective. And, and he will cause terrors that, that totally attack you at night. I want to prophesy to somebody. The Bible says today that you will not be afraid of the terror by night. You will no longer be victimized by terrors and nightmares that keep you up at night. But the peace of God that passes all understanding it will guard your heart and your mind. It will keep you from falling. It will keep you whole. It will keep you stable. I prophesy that you will have a restful night this week. I declare that terrors by night will not be able to disrupt the peace of God in your life. I come against every spirit of insomnia that wants to plague your life right now. You are living under the shadow of God, the canopy of God. And you are shaded and shielded from every terror that wants to uh, disrupt your life at night. I speak against the gates of hell that are trying to present fear in your life at night. But you have God on your side because no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. Number one, there are terrors that you will not be afraid of at night. And number two, there are arrows that you will not be afraid of that fly by day. What are arrows that fly by day? Arrows are specific attacks from the underworld that come to disrupt your most productive time during your day. Hmm? Uh, arrows that fly by day are specific attacks that are not covert. They are not hidden. They are not undercover. But these arrows that fly by day, you they are well known. You see them coming, but they are specifically sent to attack your productivity because you are most productive during the day hours. You are most on time and in alignment with your purpose during the day. And so the enemy will send arrows that fly by day to rob you of your most productive periods. And you have got to know that there are arrows that come at you during the day. Uh, there are arrows that are being launched in your direction during the day. Why? Because the Bible says we should work when it's day because night comes when no one can work. So, so you work out your purpose uh, during the day. 
And the enemy knows that. So he launches these arrows during the day. But I'm so glad that Paul picks up his pen to combat the arrows of the enemy. And Paul says that we should put on the whole armor of God. Paul says specifically that we should pick up the shield of faith that would quench every fiery arrow or every fiery dart of the enemy. You see, your faith, your shield of faith is the thing that quenches every arrow of the enemy. And when you live under the shadow of God, you do not have to be afraid of the arrows that fly by day, the arrows that attack your calling and your purpose. I prophetically declare that you will see the arrow coming, but this time you'll be ready. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I declare that this week you'll know that the arrows are coming, but you'll be ready with your faith because you will not be afraid of the arrows that fly by day. I come against every arrow assigned to your life. It will not prosper. I come against every arrow assigned to your purpose. It will not prosper. I, I speak against and I declare power over every arrow assigned to your calling. It will not prosper. But if God be for you, who can be against you? God is on your side because you are living in the shadow. Let's keep going down and walking through this powerful, potent psalm, because the psalmist, I'm going to skip down to verse 11. Y'all got to read this sermon on your own. I want you to read and prophetically declare this sermon over your life because it will change your life. It will change how you see the protective arms of God working in your life. Uh, in verse 11, the psalmist says, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. This is powerful. This is important for us to understand and underscore. This verse it gives us illumination and gives us insight into angels. Now, uh, the angels are often misunderstood. I'll just start there. Angels are often misunderstood because of the mystery that surrounds them. Number one, I want you to understand that angels are ministering spirits. Number two, angels are messenger spirits. Number one, they are ministering spirits. Number two, they are messenger spirits. You know, this verse, I want to say this, this verse is not telling us, it is not suggesting to us that we should pray to angels. We need their assistance they do play a vital role in the protective presence of God, 
But in no way, shape or form should the believer pray to angels for we do not pray to angels. We do not pray to disciples. We do not pray to saints. We do not pray to Mary. We pray to the high priest of our salvation, the mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. That's the only person we pray to. However, this psalm illuminates to us a concept that God gives charge, gives commandment to his angels, that God, Jesus, has the power to command the movement of his angels and the Christian that does not fully embrace the assistance of these messenger agents in heaven is the Christian that minimizes the full scope and power of God's protective presence. If we are not fully embracing the power and the access that we have to angels, then we are living beneath the full scope and power of God's protective presence. I want you to know that angels are significant to your protection. Angels are significant to your ability to live under the shadow of God. We get insight and clarity to this concept when we consider the book of Daniel. Because in the book of Daniel, Daniel was praying for an answer from God for 21 days. The Bible says that he prayed for 21 days. And on the 21st day, the angel, the messenger of God came to Daniel and said, Daniel, from the first day you prayed, I had your answer ready. But I was held up because the prince prince of Persia withstood me. He prevented me. He barricaded me. He was a barrier. He hindered me from delivering the answer. And I want you to understand that if you are going to engage with the heavenly host of your salvation, if you are going to engage with the host of heaven, you have got to be one who prays. <laughs> Number one, you got to pray because God cannot release his agents on your behalf if you don't pray. I need you to put it in the comments. <laughs> you have got to pray, y'all. You cannot receive the protective presence of God unless you pray. Angels are ready. They are waiting to protect you, but you have not prayed. Number one, you have got to pray like Daniel. Number two, we learn from Daniel that you have to be persistent in your prayers. Some of us stop short of the blessings of God, not because it's not God's will, but we stop short of the blessings of God because we stop praying. <laughs> we stop praying and pulling down the power of God in our lives. Could it be that God has the answer, but the answer is not released in your life because you have stopped praying? Daniel was persistent. He was 
he was sticking and he was stick to in his prayers. He was relentless. He bombarded the throne of God until his answer was released. I declare over somebody's life that angels are ready and they are dispatched on your behalf, but you can't stop praying. Somebody needs to pray again. Somebody needs to pray again. Somebody needs to pray persistently because God, the Bible says he will give his angels charge over you. He has released, God has released your answer, but the prince of Persia it is holding up your answer and you've got to pray until Michael wars in your favor. You got to pray until the archangels fight against the underworld so that your answer is released. You got to pray until heaven pushes through the atmosphere and the answer is released into the earthly realm. You got to pray until the forces of darkness have to relinquish and retreat. You got to pray until heaven is victorious. You got to pray until those warring angels deliver your answer. I prophetically declare in your life right now, the answer is coming. The answer is coming. The answer is coming. But you have got to pray. He will give his angels charge over you. You will be insulated and protected. You will be fortified so that no plague, no evil will come near your dwelling place. His angels will be have, will have charge, will have coverage over you. I release a word right now that releases the host of heaven over your family. I declare that the angels of heaven are surrounding your vehicle. I declare that the angels of heaven are surrounding your business. I declare that the angels of heaven are surrounding your family in the name of Jesus. Right now, his angels have charge over you, not the devil, not the prince over your city, not the prince over your house, not the prince over your region, but his angels have coverage over you. When you live under the shadow of El Shaddai, when you live under the shadow of of the Almighty. He will give his angels charge over you so that they will bear you up. They will support you. They will give you strength. And so that lastly, you will not dash your foot, kick your foot against a stone. I mean, this is so critical. The the assistance of angels are so critical to the believer's walk. I think we can't gloss over it. The protective presence of God is his shadow and nestled within his shadow are these heavenly agents that assist the will of God and the protection of God in your life. And they keep you 
from kicking your foot against the stone. In other words, angels keep you from mistakes. <laughs> angels will prevent calamity in your life. Angels will block calamity in your life. I need somebody, I need somebody to think and rehearse and look in retrospect over your life and consider all the times God has protected you. Now, I know you don't. You can't number all of them. You can't remember all of them because he has protected you from dangers that you have seen and dangers that you have not seen. But if you can just consider the dangers that you don't, that you do remember that he has protected you from, you have got to know that it was the angels of heaven that kept you from calamity. The car wreck did not kill you because it was the angels of heaven that stepped in between the cars and kept you from an accident, kept you from your demise and your de death. It kept you from being six feet under the protective presence of God through his angels kept you from kicking your foot against a stone and you need to pray you need to believe God you need to prophetically declare that the angels of heaven have charge over you when you live under the shadow of the almighty no harm no hurt will come near you you have to believe that you are a child of God and you are protected and insulated that the shadow and the shade of God is all over your life and no pestilence and no disease and no hurt and no calamity can take you out because the angels of heaven have charge over you. I want to finish up and wrap up this sermon today, but I want to prophetically declare over somebody's life that God has you protected. I want to declare that your business is protected. Your finances are protected. Your family is protected. Your body is protected from disease. In the name of Jesus, your body is protected. Your mind is fortified. In the name of Jesus, I prophetically declare that this week will be a powerful week for you because you are living under living in the shadow. I want to pray for somebody today. You may need to give your life to Jesus because one of the benefits of being in covenant with God is that you have the canopy of God's shadow. You have his protective presence that goes with you no matter where you are, no matter where you find yourself. I want to pray for somebody that's coming home today. I want to pray for somebody that's rededicating their life to Jesus because I believe this is your day to embrace God's protection in your life and declare it over your life. I want you to walk in this psalm of prophecy and protection that God's hand will be 
over you. Let's pray today. If you need prayer, put it in the chat. Put it in the comments. We will get with you and we will put you on the prayer list. But I want to pray for somebody today. Father, we thank you and we honor you that we have access to your throne. And we release into the heavens, into the atmosphere and the aroma of heaven, this prayer. I pray, God, first for someone that's giving their life to you. I pray that as they confess with their mouth right now and they believe in their heart, that you would be Lord of their life. Forgive them of their sins in the name of Jesus. Wash them and cleanse them. They are crucified with you right now. And the cross of Calvary covers them and protects them. And from this day forward, they are making a decision to walk with you. I pray for every backslider, every person coming home rededicating their life to you. I pray, God, you'll wash them, clean them up, reset their mind, cause them, God, to reflect on the protective presence that you have under the wings of your shadow. And I pray, God, and I prophesy for everyone that is watching this sermon, listening to this sermon, that, God, they would be aware of your shadow. They would sense the presence of your shadow that God, no matter where we go, no matter where we find ourselves, we are well insulated. We are well protected. No hurt, no fear, no attack from hell. The gates of hell will not prevail against the purpose of God for our life. And we thank you, God, because we are well protected. We are well insulated because we are living in the shadow. And we thank you, God, today, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that you are blessed by this sermon. I want you to have a blessed week. Take care. Until next time, we'll see you soon. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. For more information about Link Church, you can visit us on the web at www.linkchurchnc.org.